Welcome to Praying the Psalms. My name is Ann Bradley Thomas. Today we'll be using Psalm 59. The Contemplative Sunday School class picked the Psalms last year as their focus to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. Reflect for yourself what is your intention for participating today. If you have a candle, light it as a reminder that the presence of the Holy Spirit is with us. Before beginning, spend a minute breathing and leave the past behind you and putting the future off until it comes. Practice being in the present moment by focusing on your breath. Get comfortable, however that might be for you today. Relax and release all that's happened to you earlier today. Breathe in and out, paying attention to your heart beating. Perhaps place your hand on your heart and feel your blood pumping through your body. Feel that you are alive this moment. Rest in this moment in time, this moment where the past and the future come together, this moment of now. Focus on your breathing for a minute and rest in God's presence. Before reading the psalm, we'll start with words from the prayer of confession last week in prayer. Merciful God, in your gracious presence we confess our sin and the sins of this world. Although Christ is among us as our peace, we are a people divided against ourselves and we cling to the values of a broken world. Lord, have mercy upon us. Heal and forgive us. Set us free to serve you in the world as agents of your reconciling love in Jesus Christ. Amen. Today's psalm was designated in the late 18th century by Rabbi Nachman of Breslov as one of the ten healing psalms. The book, Healing of Soul, Healing of Body, contains the ten psalms and notes that for centuries people have turned to the book of psalms for solace, comfort, Catharsis, seeking guidance, meaning, hope, and reassurance, in short, spiritual healing. In the book, Rabbi Sheila Peltz Weinberg writes about Psalm 59. She says that this is a very personal psalm and contains the cries of someone searching for help in the face of life threatening danger, beginning with a plea and despair and ending with a song of praise and thanksgiving. Robert Alter notes that as the poem unfolds, it looks as though physical attack is actually a metaphor for vicious slander. The poem moves from terror to serenity. Perhaps in the silence after the reading, reflect on why she titled her chapter on Psalm 59, My Strength, My Haven, My Faithful One.
Psalm 59 To the chief musician, a precious song of David, destroy not. Composed when Saul sent messengers to surround David's house and kill him. Rescue me from enemies, my God, from those who rise up against me. Strengthen me. Rescue me from those who act treacherously, from bloodthirsty people. Save me. For they lie in ambush for my soul. Brazen ones gather against me. Yet I have not transgressed nor sinned against them. Adonai, with no wrongdoing on my part, they run and prepare themselves. Awake, come towards me and see, you, Adonai, God of hosts, God of Israel. Rise up, hold all peoples accountable, show no favor to sinful traitors. They return towards evening, howling like dogs, going around about the city, mouths barking, swords in their lips. Who hears it? Who cares, they say. But you, Adonai, you laugh at them. You scorn the evil among the nations. My strength for your help I wait, for God is my haven. God, my faithful one, you will go before me. God will let me gaze upon watchful foes. Do not kill them, lest my people forget. Remove them from prosperity with your power and bring them down our shield, my master. For the sing of their mouth is the word of their lips. Their very pride will trap them because of the curses and lies that they tell. Consume them in wrath. Consume them that they exist no more. Then they will know that God rules in Jacob to the ends of the earth. The wicked may return towards evening, howling like dogs, going around about the city, wandering about, searching for food. They do not sleep until they are satiated. But for me, I will sing of your strength. I will sing out loud in the morning, rejoicing in your loving kindness. For you have been my stronghold, a refuge for me on my day of trouble. My strength to you I will sing praises. For God is my power of strength, God my loving kindness. Psalm has three sections that have the word Salah designating a break. We will hear Ryan Burke's commentary on each section and rest in silence between. Follow the psalmist's lead and take a breath between the readings. The first verse sets the stage. David is fleeing Saul's wrath, running for his life. David is every person facing a relentless enemy fighting for time, overwhelmed and overpowered by the superior force of the pursuer, be it illness, pain, weakness, isolation, or depression. 
In verse 2 through 6, David the poet articulates very crucial thoughts. The very capacity to name what is happening, to call out for help, is an essential part of the transformation that occurs. The first call is shrill, save me, save me, rescue me, help me. Then the plight is described. I'm up against an enemy that is strong, evil. I am truly innocent. God knows the truth that I am not the cause of my suffering. I will not add self-accusation and blame on top of my pain. The dual movement that permeates the psalm is struck in the first section. The poet describes the foe, acknowledges its danger, and from inside his or her deepest terror, discovers a voice to arouse a power still greater. God's concern, the light of the master of all forces, the protector of Israel and all people. Psalm 59 To the chief musician, a precious song of David, destroy not. Composed when Saul sent messengers to surround David's house and kill him. Rescue me from enemies, my God, from those who rise up against me. Strengthen me. Rescue me from those who act treacherously, from bloodthirsty people. Save me. For they lie in ambush for my soul. Brazen ones gather against me. Yet I have not transgressed nor sinned against them. Adonai, with no wrongdoing on my part, they run and prepare themselves. Awake, come towards me and see, you, Adonai, God of hosts, God of Israel. Rise up, hold all peoples accountable. Show no favor to sinful traitors. In the second section, similar themes are struck. The nature of the enemy is described in more vivid terms as growling, roving dogs. They stalk us in the evening in the shadows of the darkness, destroying our rest, relentless in the hunger to consume us. The terror is not abated, but the psalmist is learning how to identify the sounds and sights of the threat. He or she also recognizes that the powerful foe is vulnerable and can be mocked. Simultaneously, the poet is emboldened in his or her relation to God. As the enemy is named and acknowledged, so is God's source of help, strength, and support. Three words appear in the Hebrew. Each word, as it is pronounced, allows the suffering person to leap across a chasm of hopelessness. The words are names of an intimate reservoir of help, an answer to the cries at the height of panic. The words are personal, my strength, my haven, my faithful one. As we name the unseen hands that cradle us in our most bereft moments, we can allow ourselves to lay some of our heavy burdens in those hands. They return towards evening, howling like dogs, going around about the city, mouths barking, swords in their lips. Who hears it? Who cares? They say. 
But you, Adonai, you laugh at them. You scorn the evil among the nations. My strength for your help I wait, for God is my haven. God, my faithful one, you will go before me. God will let me gaze upon watchful foes. Do not kill them, lest my people forget. Remove them from prosperity with your power and bring them down our shield, my master. For the sing of their mouth is the word of their lips. Their very pride will trap them because of the curses and lies that they tell. Consume them in wrath. Consume them that they exist no more. Then they will know that God rules in Jacob to the ends of the earth. The third and final section of the psalm begins with a repeated description of the vicious and unrelenting enemies. We hear their threatening sounds and see bloodthirsty look in their eyes, yet we do not blink. The poet, the person in pain, can now be fully present. The enemy has not dissolved, but we have been filled with an experience of God's care for us. Our prayers have been answered and that the reality of God's loving strength has become a haven for us. We've entered into a refuge of faith and confidence, which miraculously fills us with song. The battling of the enemy has been transformed through the magic of words, mere words, words that pass the tongue with great effort and reverberate to the highest heights. The wicked may return towards evening, howling like dogs, going around about the city, wandering about, searching for food. They do not sleep until they are satiated. But for me, I will sing of your strength. I will sing out loud in the morning, rejoicing in your loving kindness. For you have been my stronghold, a refuge for me on my day of trouble. My strength to you I will sing praises. For God is my power of strength, God my loving kindness. We will now listen to hymn 39, perhaps in the silence afterwards, be in God's presence without an agenda.
The last reading will be Nan Merrill's contemplative interpretation of the psalm. Say your own prayer to God before the closing prayer after the psalm. Psalm 59. Awaken me from my fears, O my beloved. Give me strength to face them as they rise up within me. Let your love envelop me. Direct my thoughts to peaceful paths. Where I have erred in thought and spoken in anger, where I have acted without love, I ask forgiveness. Rouse yourself, come to my aid, heed my cry. For you are the compassionate one, comforter to all who ask. You come to those who seek you, O mender of broken hearts, create a new heart within me. I long to sleep at night in peace, to awaken to a new dawn. Too long have my fears, my guilt pursued me, whispering lies in my ears and invoking beguiling images of illusionary darkness. Yes, in you, O my beloved, I find rest. I am strong. You remember not my erring ways. Your forgiveness is forever. O my strength, I will sing praises to you, for you are my rock. With steadfast love, you stand with me. You teach me to face my fears. They disappear in the light. Cast them not out, but help me face them. Give me courage to let them go one by one. O comforter, my strength, let me make amends and start anew. Help me grow in wisdom and understanding, for the havoc that my fears wield within me turned to chaos in my life, wounding others and leading to a living death. Then, as I become free of fear, I will live in harmony. Love will shine through, and people will know that you live in my heart. At nine, I will rest in the heart of the beloved. My days will be guided by love. My thoughts will become prayers offered from the silence deep within. Oh, how I will sing of your kindness. I will sing aloud of your love for all. For you have been my rock and my refuge in days of distress. Oh, blessed heart, I sing my song of love to you for you. Oh, beloved, have renewed my life. You have set me free to live with gratitude and joy. The closing prayer is words from the responsive hymn after the prayer confession last Sunday. They say thanksgiving for the gifts of forgiveness and new life. Dear Divine Creator, surely it is you, God, who saves me. I will trust and not be afraid. For you, the Lord, are my stronghold and my sure defense. Thank you, God, that you are and will be my Savior. Amen.